Nerds, this week's episode is brought to you by Jinx. Jinx is the clothing store that allows you to show your nerd pride with honor. Go to Jinx.com and use three angry nerds at checkout to get 15% off your order. Again, that's Jinx.com. Check them out, guys, and on with the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Three Angry Gamers podcast. I'm, I'm your host, Curtis, and with me, as always, we have Jamie. Hello. Dennis. Hey there. And Casey. Hey. It's been a while, so how was uh, everyone's holiday breaks? Nice and uh, relaxing. It's good. <laughs> it's always good to that get was quite... uh, some relaxation in, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I did. I did a whole lot of nothing and played a lot of games, so it was good. <laughs> what about you, Casey? Oh, nice. How was your holidays? Yeah, it was good. Same, same kind of thing. Um, played a lot more games. Got a lot of games for Christmas, so we have like a quite a big backlog that I've been working through. <laughs> awesome, awesome. <laughs> and how about you, Dennis? How was your holidays? Uh, oddly enough, I played almost no games during the actual holiday season. Um, I was out of town, but it was very, very uneventful. But it was good. Yeah. Sometimes I, <laughs> I just, just relax and stuff. not even play video games. Sometimes it's good to just decompress every so often, right? So. Um, yeah. Yeah. So there hasn't been too much news because you know everyone else kind of took a break, but. Nintendo just came back and they were like, eh, we've been sitting on a couple things. So they called this like a mini direct. So it was supposed to be like not a full blown direct with like huge reveals, but maybe just some smaller reveals. But still some pretty good stuff that they announced. Um, the Did you guys manage to catch the mini direct that they had? I missed it live, but I, I watched a lot of it afterwards. So. Nice. What about you guys? Did you, the rest of you, did you guys catch it? Um. I didn't watch it, no. Yeah. I always find watching those directs to be hilarious just because they're like, Nintendo just goes to the beat of their own drama. I think they don't even care at this point what people think right. about their directs. Cause the production value on them just is laughable most of the time. But uh, yeah, we got a co- quite a bit of news to kind of go through. Uh, the first being that The World Ends With You is being remixed for the Nintendo Switch. So I don't. It's like it's kind of funny. So it's like technically a remake, but then they keep calling it a remix, which I think is kind of funny. <laughs> in keeping with the game's world. Um, have you guys uh, ever played The World Ends with You? I have not. It's one of those games that I've been meaning to play for years, and I just never had a good way to play it. I know it's. I think it's on iPhone, but I think they had like issues with it, so you can't play it now or something like that. Yeah, I'd be. I'd be happy to play it. Yeah, it's kind of one of those weird 
weird Square Enix games that have always kind of just like fallen by the wayside for me. So I'd be kind of interested to check it out. Yeah, I watched the preview. The preview looked like it was pretty funny, pretty interesting. Yeah. It looks like it's uh, like the art style of the original was like pretty good, and I feel like it's not going to be that hard to just touch it up for the Switch, but. You know, I think it'll it'll obviously look uh, you know, quite a bit better because like the original version came out on the Nintendo DS and so not even the 3DS, right. and now it's coming to the Switch. So quite a bit of an upgrade there. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, and what about you, Dennis? Have you ever played uh, The World Ends with You? No, this is the first I've heard of it. <laughs> I've never played it. Looks like uh, it's very Final Fantasy esque. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Square Enix and all. So I I I suspect so. Well, it's always kind of cool, too, because it's like, you know, it's fantasy kind of like in terms of the gameplay mechanics, very RPG-esque, but then it's also like it's very urban, too. So kind of tries to modernize the, the setting a little bit. So I always thought it was kind of a cool idea, at least, but I, yeah, I, I got to get around to playing it. It looks really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, got some new Pokemon for uh, Pokemon Tournament uh, DX. Have you guys ever played that at all? I still have not played Pokemon Tournament Anybody else here play Pokemon Tournament? I think I have. I play it, yeah, I think so. But it was a while ago? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe? Let me look it up. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've never cool? been on the hype train for Pokemon, so I've never really played any of these. <laughs> Sorry, people. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, good. I played this at the Poke Center one time. Oh, awesome. But I went to Japan. They had like a okay. This is it. Yeah, no, that game's really fun. Yeah, I like that. The games kind of had like a weird kind of trajectory because like it originally was like an arcade game, and then it came to mm-hmm. Switch, and like I don't think uh, people gravitated to it the way that uh, Pokemon Pokemon Company and Nintendo thought it would. Because yeah, like it's got Pokemon in there that people obviously like, but. I, I've tried it. The mechanics are like, I don't it's interesting, but it's not like as fleshed out as like other fighting games out there. Um, but yeah, though, they announced that Age of Slash is coming as well as Mimikyu. So those will be in a battle pack coming January 31st. So Casey, as a, as a fellow Pokemon fan, are you excited for these two to be added? Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> those are two kind of like odd Pokemon to add, but then Age of Slash is kind of like... He's basically just a sword and shield, so it makes sense he'd be a thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, uh, new abilities for Kirby and his friends in Kirby Star Allies. Have you guys ever played that game? Uh, no. Yeah. Well, is that the new one, or is that the one that is it one of the 3DS ones? Oh, it's actually, it hasn't come out yet. So there we go. That answers that as to whether anyone's played it or not. <laughs> uh, I was like, maybe I missed it, but... <laughs> I'm not the biggest, I'll admittedly, I'm not the biggest Kirby fan. It comes out March, six, uh, March 16th, so... Um, I love Kirby more than anything. I, I would say Kirby is almost, it, Kirby's like a step below Pokemon. I think because there was like one Kirby game I played when I was a kid that I just was obsessed with, so I have this like nostalgia for Kirby, but I'm so excited. <laughs> I, like, I remember like like eons ago when I made the link that the people who made Smash Brothers were the people who made Kirby and it just blew my mind. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, no. Kirby is like I don't know. It's always kind of interesting because like some games really like hit the mark for me. Like I really like the one where it was Kirby with the mech, 
that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I forget the name of it. That shows how much I I pay attention to Kobe games. But I just remember he was in a mech, and you could change the mech's abilities and stuff. It was pretty cool. I think the last Kirby game I played was the one where he was made out of yarn, which I thought was really cool, but I, I think that's the last one I really uh, dug into. Was that for the Wii? I think it might have been. Yeah, yeah. It was like Kirby's Epic Yarn, I believe. Um, so, uh, SNK Heroines Tag Team Frenzy got announced. So this is, uh, a, kind of a spinoff of the SNK fighting games, but this is only featuring a female roster. So, there you go. It's kind of <laughs> interesting idea for a game, I guess. Yeah, I wonder why, huh. It, is, is this the only place it's been announced is on the Switch? Is, like, a Switch exclusive? Yeah, I think it is a Switch. Ex- oh, no, it's coming to PS4 and Switch. Okay. So it's weird. It's not even coming to Xbox One or, well, PC I can maybe understand, but it's kind of weird that it's not coming to Xbox One. But yeah, Switch and PS4 only. Hmm. It's a two-on-two fighting game where you choose an SNK heroine. And I cannot for the life of me know any of the names of these characters. I know. <laughs> I can picture a couple of them without knowing any of their names, but that's about it. <laughs> Like I'm, lo- I'm looking at some photos here, and I'm like, okay, like, like some of these I can remember from like the visual aesthetics, but I don't right. know their name at all. So I'm sure there's someone <laughs> yelling at us right now, being like, how come you don't know, you know, Leona <laughs> Herdern's name? And it's like, I'm sorry, uh, but yeah. And anyone excited for SNK heroines? I've always been a Capcom guy, so I mean, I'll, if it looks good and the fighting mechanics are good, I'll probably check it out, but. Uh... It'd yeah. probably go under my radar if I didn't if I didn't see the switch direct. <laughs> well, it's kind of funny too because it's like I'm I'm a little more open to fighting games that don't have like tr- the traditional kind of things I like in it because like you know Dragon Ball Fighter Z comes out in a few weeks and like I'm really mm-hmm. on the hype train for that and it's like I'm not the biggest Dragon Ball fan but like I'm really getting into this game so I'm like maybe I should give SNK Heroes a you know a shot but then at the same time too it's like eh. Don't don't give too many chances, you know. Let, let, let's not get too crazy here, you know. There, there, <laughs> there still could be some pretty bad fighting games, but uh, I'm on, I'm on the fence with this one. What about you, Dennis? Are you at all uh, into SNK or anything like that? I have no idea what SNK is, but I'm I'm looking at some screenshots of this and I'm digging the sparkles. Holy! <laughs> Look at all the sparkles. It's awesome. So many sparkles. Yeah. <laughs> There's a girl with a mushroom growing out of her head, and I'm all into this right now. Wait, what? <laughs> is, is that just how she feeds herself? She can just like snap the mushroom off. <laughs> like, I have so many questions about this. Uh, man. Okay. Um, Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition is coming to the Switch. So Hyrule Warriors is kind of like the. Um, Oh, that. I'm trying to remember the name. It's like the samurai kind of game. Where Dynasty like, Warriors, Dynasty right? Dynasty Warriors, yeah. It's yeah. Dynasty Warriors. It's from the developers of Dynasty Warriors, but it's all set in the Zelda universe. This is the third iteration of the game because it came out on the Wii U. Then it came mm-hmm. to D- uh, 3DS, which was another disaster. And then it now mm-hmm. it's coming to the Switch. So apparently this is the definitive edition. Um, anybody excited for this? I think I'm going to finally pick this up and play it. <laughs> like, I've been wanting to do it because I, I love Zelda, and and it just seems like a fun beat-em-up kind of thing. And uh, I think now will be the fi- finally the excuse I have to, to pick it up. Yeah, and apparently uh, in sort of like a 
side note, um, Nintendo Hong Kong, <clears throat> like, kind of leaked that it might be coming out in March, so apparently you might not have to wait too long to get this game, so that's, that's pretty cool. Too. Yeah. Um, I, I played the original one on the Wii U, and I thought it was pretty fun. It's, it's, it's kind of funny, because, like, I'm always used to Zelda having, like, some kind of, you know, some sort of more, like, mental engagement with, like, the puzzles and, you know, mm -hmm. enemies and stuff. And this is just totally takes that away, and it's just like, let's just see how many enemies you can hit with your uh, sword in one right. slash, right? So <laughs> kind of takes away some of the charm of the Zelda franchise, but at the same time, too, I understand that, you know, sometimes you just want to kind of slash things and not think too much about uh, these things, right? So um, this is a game I've never heard of, and the name I'm probably going to butcher, YS8 Lara Lacrimosa of Donna is coming for the Switch. <laughs> Does anyone know what the hell this game is? Because I don't. Uh, so <laughs> it's an RPG series. I think it's like an action RPG. Uh, I've never played any of them, but I've always heard very good things. And this one particularly, I've heard is supposed to be very good. I know they they had some localization issues, and I think they had to like relocalize it or something like that for some of the other consoles. Um, but yeah, I've heard good things. I just never played any of them. Yeah, it's it's. Just... It's interesting. I've never heard of these games, but then I'm like, well, if they've made it the eighth one, they must have been doing something right. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm looking at the box art now, and I'm just surprised that they managed to get all of the text on that box art with everything. The <laughs> on. It's like someone had to really kind of work to reduce that font. Um, yeah, probably the, for me at least, the most exciting announcement of this whole little mini direct was uh, Mario uh, Tennis Aces, the new Mario Tennis game. Yes. I'm stoked for that. Yeah, it looks really cool. Um, like, just, I mean, the Mario Tennis games have always kind of been fun, but this one looks to kind of add some new dynamics and some kind of new gameplay mechanics. And, I mean, just all in all, it just looks like a pretty solid action sports game, I guess is probably the best way to call it. You can't really call it, like, sports simulation game. Not with the mm -hmm. Mario Tennis games. But, uh, but uh, yeah, uh, Jamie, sounds like you're, you're all on board for this. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I love those like mario sports games i think they're so fun and goofy and you get like all the like the special hits in the tennis game where like you know mario hits it and like stars go all over the place it's great um i think they said they're adding a story mode or something like that which looks really cool um yeah i don't know i'm excited i'll play some twos with my wife it'll be great <laughs> that's great <laughs> I, I was watching the trailer and they had like uh, one of those big kind of um, I forget the name it's like the, the thing with the the chomping mouth and all that I have like one of those big ones that you go up against so it looks like they're at least kind of you know adding in some boss battles and stuff like that so that looks pretty Very cool. cool. But you attack it with your tent like you hit tennis balls at it yeah. or you just yeah. oh it's <laughs> <That's> weird <laughs> I love how Mario is like he lives in this universe where like he can just go and you know swat things at things and jump on top of them but then at the same time too he's like nah you know what I'm just gonna take a step back here and just throw tennis balls at this thing here's my tennis yeah. racket well, I could I'll touch this fire flower <laughs> like, I'm gonna take a break from uh, just you know running the gambit with uh, stomping on things and I'm just gonna you know hit a tennis ball at this thing so I always thought it was kind of funny how they could just be like, yeah, Mario just, all of a sudden today, he's just not going to just stop on this thing, so, but yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Mario, he uh, he's getting a, a new update in uh, Super Mario Odyssey. Uh, the update is adding more content featuring uh, Luigi, so that's pretty cool. Um, I saw the trailer, 
Luigi was with a ton of balloons, which yes, it's kind of interesting. Um, it still seems kind of vague as to like what all this is going to entail. Like it sounds almost like you're going to have to find all these balloons and perhaps unlock Luigi to play. This is at least what it looks like. At least I don't know. Uh, but are you guys uh, excited for this? Any new Mario content, I am excited for. <laughs> I still have a little bit of stuff to do in the actual game, but I'm glad that they're adding more to it. It's cool. I also just love, too, how, like, they can make such an exciting thing out of, like, Luigi. Because, like, I remember when Luigi was just not the most exciting character, and now it's, like, we're adding DLC where you could play as Luigi, and everyone's just losing it. So (laughs) No one wants to be player two. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, well, I guess also, too, they're adding a new world to the balloon world, so... That looked pretty cool. They were showing off some uh, screenshots of that, and it looked really interesting, at least. So, excited mm-hmm. to see what it is. Have you have you guys ever noticed that in Super Mario, when you put on Luigi's outfit, have you read what it says for the hat? No. No. What does it say? It says uh, the standard cap is vivid green. The L stands for winner. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> what? So funny. That's great. Yeah, no. I always remember uh, back in like the Super Mario Two days where uh, you could choose your character, and like I always just chose Luigi, and it was just like just because he had that little weird float. That high jump, yeah. yeah. So it was, it was kind of funny to play as him, and now it's like, yeah, the game seemed to make kind of a joke out of like playing as Luigi, but like legitimately, like you know, he's he can be fun to play as. So. <laughs> um, uh, Donkey Kong has been added as, or he's going to be added as a new character in Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Have you guys uh, played this game at all? Yeah, I played it. Uh, I've had it for a while, and I have not finished it for some reason. So I should probably go back and play it. Maybe this is a good excuse to do that. Yeah. Now that they're adding Donkey Kong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of interesting because, like, I really like those XCOM games. So I was kind of like, oh, it's XCOM, but with uh, Mario, basically. But right. I just haven't gotten into playing it, but uh, it looks really cool. Yeah, I played through the first world. It was a lot of fun, and then I started the second one, and then I got distracted by, like, 15 other games. <laughs> <laughs> As is usually the case, right? Yeah. Like, I think Mario came out. It was the end of everything. <laughs> That's probably it, right? It's like, hey, yeah. we're just kind of, like, a little bit below popular mario game and then ah here's odyssey and it's like ah yep <laughs> uh, anyone else play uh king to battle no i haven't i haven't played it yet nah. yeah i think yeah, i played that's... like a little bit out of friends and that was probably about it but yeah um not a fan of like this or XCOM. i don't know yeah the game mechanics just isn't for me i don't find it exciting enough yeah uh, it's not for everyone, right? And like even the XCOM games, like those can be brutally difficult to the point where it's mm-hmm. like you can have a character that you get to a pretty high level and then just one death and that's it, he's done. Um, yep. Fee or Fay or I don't know how they're pronouncing this, but uh, it's a game by mm-hmm. Electronic Arts. It's coming out for uh, PC, Switch, PS4, Xbox One. That got a trailer for the Switch. Um, and it's coming to the Switch actually funny enough next month, so you won't have to wait too long for it. Um, are you guys at all excited for this game? 
trying to remember. I think I didn't check out the trailer for this one because I remember it was on E3's uh, stuff. I think it was like a there's like a fox or something fox looking thing. Right. Is that this one? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks cool. Very purple looking. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, definitely got like a weird kind of like purplish kind of color aesthetic to it, but uh, I, I'm not too sure. It kind of looks, to me, it looks like a lot of other indie games where you, it's kind of like the simple 3D environment that you go explore, so I'm not mm-hmm. too sure what the hook is for it, but uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I think the fact that it's coming to Switch is pretty cool at least, because, you know, yeah. I think more games like that will do well on the Switch, but as to whether I'm interested, I'm, I'm, I'm still on the fence. Mm. Um, Celeste for Switch. That that got a, a new trailer. Did you guys see that? Yeah. I have no idea what that is. What is... <laughs> it looks it looks really hard. It does. It's like a very like tubing game, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, kind of like the old like NES kind of games, right? So, um, it, it's pretty cool. I mean, that's also coming to PS4 and Xbox One, but they were definitely hyping up the fact that it's coming to uh, the uh, Switch. But, uh, yeah, that's actually coming later this month, so you don't have to wait too long to pick that game up. But uh, they were basically, I, I read an interview where the developers were, you know, basically saying it's Super Meat Boy meets Towerfall as, like, sort of a mashup of the gameplay mechanics. So that looks kind of cool. Um, but, yeah, I'm ready for that game to just kick my ass so many times over. Um, that looks like a cool little platformer. I've never seen any of this stuff, so I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of cool that the Switch is kind of becoming a home for that, where, you know, obviously they're going to be rolling out the virtual console eventually, which was probably my biggest disappointment of this Direct, is that they didn't mention anything about virtual console, but um, the fact that, uh, you know, it looks like people are kind of bringing back kind of like games in the vein of classic Nintendo games to the Switch, Mm -hmm. which is pretty cool. Uh, Donkey Kong uh, Country Tropical Freeze, that's coming to the Switch. And that quickly got memed the hell out of. Um, <laughs> yeah, because uh, did you guys uh, are you guys at all excited for this game or? I beat the crap out of it on the Wii, uh, so I probably won't pick it up. But I'm cool. I'm glad that it's coming, so more people can play it. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of funny because like there's some character that they've added, or I guess was popular in the original game. I'm not quite sure. And so people, somebody like took a PNG of like transparent PNG of like, oh, this character is now being added. They just put it on box art for so many other games. So <laughs> it's just gotten me the hell out of with this game. Uh, I, I think I think they might be adding a new character. Yeah, I think it's a uh, Funky Kong. That's it, Funky Kong. Yeah. So now Funky Kong. Funky Kong. So now every all these other like. People, all these people are taking this like now with Funky Kong and putting it on like all these other games. Like I think someone took the um, mm. Dark Souls remastered for Switch. And we'll talk about <laughs> it in a sec and just put now with Funky Kong in it. So it's it great. I was getting a good chuckle out of seeing all these people just being like, "Oh, here's uh, you know Super Smash Brothers for Switch now with uh, Funky Kong in it." So <laughs> everything is Funky Kong. Um. Yeah, and then uh, probably the biggest announcement, at least for a lot of people, was that yeah, Dark Souls Remastered is coming to the Switch. So, um, also while well, it's coming to uh, PC, Xbox One, PS4 as well. But uh, yeah, this is this is pretty big news, I guess, for Nintendo because this is a. I mean, Dark Souls is a pretty hard ass game, so put that on a, yes. a Nintendo console is uh, pretty daring. Uh, but what do you guys think <laughs> make of this? Go play it. Yeah, I'm. Haven't played it. Go yeah. play it. Um, Grab a few friends. The six-player co-op thing that they're adding is 
awesome. I think it used to be only four, but yeah, just go play it. Yeah, it's it's kind of weird that like this seems to be like I don't know they they they're, they haven't really mentioned what's being added. Like apparently, the the resolution is not going to be as bumped up as you would think. But yeah, they're adding six player co op. Um, there's now a trilogy for PS4. Cause Dark Souls Two also came out for PS4, so. Uh, mm -hmm. if, when this comes out, there will be like a full trilogy for PS4 if you haven't gotten those three games. Uh, mm -hmm. And also, it's discounted for PC players. So if you have the original Dark Souls on PC, you can actually get this remastered one for only like 50% off or something like that. So, Woo! Yeah, you that's can, cool. That's, yeah. Does it come with drywall slabs? <laughs> or, you know, when you inevitably break a hole in your wall because you can't. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Yeah, or, uh, you know, boxing gloves to at least soften the blow, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah, no, this is this is pretty cool. I'm not too sure if I'm gonna get it for the Switch. I'm probably gonna get it for the PS4 just because. Yeah, I I kind of prefer to play it on the PS4 controller or even on the PC. But um, yeah, it, it looks cool, and I'm actually glad that they're going back and revisiting it. Although I'm still a little unsure because you guys probably know that like they showed off that um, from software teaser at the PSX thing. And yeah. so I haven't mm. heard, like, is that tied to Dark Souls Remastered or is that something else entirely? Like, I don't think anyone's actually come out either way and said, oh, yeah, it is or it isn't. So I'm kind of interested to see if, like, we have another game coming out. I imagine that this is probably just warm up for a, a new right. like, either Souls game or something like that. Like, I think they've said the Dark Souls franchise is done, but perhaps maybe they might move on to a new kind of series and create a new one. But, yeah, what do you guys think of that? I'm still crossing my fingers that that is Bloodborne 2. <laughs> yeah, Bloodborne 2 makes the most sense, because the first one did actually really well, and it's been, like, almost three years now since that game mm -hmm. came out, so it makes sense that we get another one. Um, and then on to some other general news, um, God of War PS4 apparently has a leaked release date of March 22nd, so apparently closer than you may think. Um, this comes from... Uh, uh, the PlayStation Store in Hong Kong, which listed the release date as March 22nd. So this isn't, like, actual official, but it looks like we might be getting God of War sooner rather than later. What do you guys think of this? Please. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. It's Is this the one with the kid? Yeah. Where... Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's just kind of weird, though, because, like, I don't know. I feel like if it was coming out in March, we would be seeing a lot more kind of promotion for it at this point. Yeah. So that's the only thing that I'm a little bit like unsure of. Like if it is coming out in March, like you would think we would be getting more trailers, more gameplay and stuff to kind of get people hyped up for it. But who knows? Maybe they might just be like, yep, it's coming out. It's out March 22nd. That's it. So it also could just be a placeholder date as well because a lot of times when stores kind of do this they'll just put a date in place until the actual one comes out so it could be right. it's not the actual date too so but uh yeah either way i'm excited for god of war ps4 and i'm not usually all that excited for those games so we'll see how it goes um paladin's battlegrounds is a hero battle royale game maybe dennis you you can speak more to this game maybe yeah, so it's by, like, Hi-Res Studios. Um, you may know the game Smite and Paladins from them. They also did uh, Tribes Ascend, I think, before, before it died. But uh, they've had this Paladins game, which is pretty reminiscent of Overwatch. It's a free-to-play game. They have some mechanics that are slightly different, but they're adding a Battle Royale mode. Surprise! 
Um, and essentially, the difference is that I think there will be loot, but hmm. it's still a hero-based shooter. So in that case, it's just, you know, same thing. A hundred players drop in, and then they have their hero abilities. And I guess they do collect loot in the form of I'm not sure what yet, but supposedly it's a big map. Um, and you fight until one person, you know, survives to the end, and that's really it. I don't think there's much more info than that right now. Yeah. But being a hero shooter, I, I find it interesting. I wonder how that's going to work. Yeah, yeah it seems like it'd be chaos. Like. <laughs> yeah. And, like, it's just, it honestly, it almost seems like, when I was watching the trailer, it almost seems like somebody just took, like, a lot of popular things out right now, like Overwatch and, you know, Battle Royale modes, and was like, let's just mesh this all together, you know, Hero Shooter, Battle Royale, and all this other stuff. I'm like, yeah, it's, you know, these things kind of, they were, they were good because they were unique and interesting, and this kind of just takes a lot of those unique elements and just kind of meshes them together. So I'm just, I'm not too sure how it's all going to play. Um, I was watching some gameplay of it, and it looks kind of, yeah, chaotic, like just tons of people all around and stuff. But, mm. um, yeah, would you guys at all uh, excited to play more of this? Or I might try it. I don't know, but I feel like the fact that it's hero-based means that it might not be balanced at all. I'm certain that certain heroes would yeah. definitely do better in like this kind of situation. So I don't know how they're going to deal with that. Yeah. So Might check it out. But... Yeah. Yeah, and who knows? It might actually end up being pretty good because you know, it, you know, it has elements that are maybe not the most exciting, but you know, it could end up coming out well in the long run. You never know. But um, final be, uh, bit of news: Detective Pikachu is uh, finally coming uh, stateside to the uh, 3DS. So, well, what, uh, North America, I guess, more broadly. But uh, if you don't know, Detective Pikachu is kind of like an action adventure game starring Pikachu with a cute little detective hat. And it's kind of mm -hmm. funny because they're making a movie with him and all this other stuff. Yeah. It's just actually never come out like in North America. <laughs> They've been Japanese only. So they're now finally releasing uh, the games uh, you know, over here. Um, yeah, it's going to come with a cute little amiibo and everything. Uh, yeah, it, it looks fun. Um, yeah. <laughs> I know, Casey, you, you probably have I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know they were making a movie. I, like, this is the first I heard of the game. And so when I was Googling it to look at some of the photos, I found the IMDb, the IM, IMDb page for the movie also. Mm. Ryan Reynolds is going to yep. be Detective Pikachu. <laughs> what? Wow. Uh, Honestly, but, I'm a little disappointed yep. they didn't get Tommy DeVito, though. Because <laughs> there's a video on the web of like somebody taking footage from that game or the trailer or something like that, and just putting Danny DeVito's voice over top of it, so it's like Detective Pikachu, but basically with Danny DeVito's voice, and it's the best thing ever. That would be yeah. Exciting. I was excited about that amiibo too. Definitely gonna get that one because it's adorable. But yeah, yeah. So it, it... is there a release date or not yet? Sorry, say again. Is there a release date for this? Game yeah, or no? It's coming out March 23rd, so you don't have to wait that long at all. So, yeah. But, you know, and I, I know there's like probably like 95% of the people listening do not care about a Detective Pikachu game, but it's, it's, <laughs> it's, 
it's cute it's fun you know and i think it's smart that they're doing this because had they just put out the movie with no detective pikachu game in like on the actual market people would be like what why the hell is pikachu like a hardened detective wearing a uh, detective's hat uh and speaking you know like it's just kind of a little weird but uh it looks fun so we'll, we'll see how it all turns out but uh a lot of people are also saying too this is probably going to be the swan song for the 3ds just with the switch out and all that stuff so who would have thought the last uh... wait sorry sorry did you say pikachu is going to be speaking yeah not just saying like pikachu pika but like actually speaking like words like english <laughs> yeah yeah like actually like you know speaking like a articulated english yes yeah. <laughs> like that's the whole charm of this whole detective pikachu thing is that he 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 asks sort of like like he, it's pikachu with the detective hat but he talks like some like noirish detective <laughs> what yeah. okay i need to watch the um the it's... actual trailer i looked up pictures of it yeah okay yeah and you know what like i i've like i've actually like this this is gonna sound really funny but i've actually already gone ahead and like pre-ordered the game i'm just that excited for it um, <laughs> Like when yes, I went, it, okay. was, it was one of the few games where I saw they announced it. And I immediately went to Amazon and was like, pre-order. Like I, I'm ready for this. So, uh, but yeah, this looks like a lot of fun, and we'll see how it all plays out. But yeah, this is looking to be the last uh, 3DS game, at least major release. Um, so we'll, see, you know, if you're a, a 3DS fan, this looks to be, you know, one of the last great games you can play, or maybe not great, depending on how uh, open-minded you are to uh, Pikachu and a detective hat to talking like a noirish detective, but. <laughs> yeah, the trailer really looks fun. Um, all right, let's uh, get on to what we've been playing. I'm sure with the the holidays, we've all been playing quite a bit of different games. Um, let's start with you, Casey. What have you been playing? Um, let's see. So I got a lot of games for Christmas. Uh, Wolfenstein Two. Um, playing that. That's fun. Um, I don't play a lot of like first person shooter games, so. Not very good at it. I definitely had to lower the level to like the very bottom one just to make it through like the beginning. Um, <laughs> I was like, yeah, it couldn't possibly be that hard. And then I, yeah, I couldn't even get out of that room. So um, slowly making my way through it. Um, I also have been playing A Hat in Time probably like every day. I love that game. Um, and it's really quick. Like I've mm, probably already like halfway through um but that one's also really fun and i like it's from like that I, I don't remember who developed it but it's like that really it was from like kickstarter right mm -hmm. yeah yeah so there's like some funny um like funny scenes in that like if you go around the little ship and you like there's one part where you go and you can like click on the bookcase and they just have this like ridiculous paragraph that is like clearly like an inside joke between the developers and there's like <laughs> stuff like that all over the game so um i really like that the um murder on the owl express was one of the funniest chapters i think i've played so far okay um did you because you've played this too right curtis uh hat and time yeah. yeah, have you yeah. played it? Yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah, it, yeah, it's, it's I like the part. It's like it's it's, it's really charming. Yeah. It it is, and like, yeah, I really like it. The it's just like there's a really funny part in the 
uh, murder on the Owl Express, the part with the crows, and they're like clearly trying to get your personal information. And they're like, if you were to have a pet, like what would you name it? Just like ridiculous <laughs> questions like that, like over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what is your what is your father's like middle name? But um, <laughs> chuckling. Um, and then I also picked up Xenoblade Chronicles Two. Um, I really like that one so far. Um, haven't made it too far into the game, but the art is really cool. Reminds me a lot of like Final Fantasy. Mm. Um, and then Bioshock Infinite, also a lot of fun. I know it's like an older game, but I haven't played it before. Mm. And then I played Witcher 3, but um, not also not for very long. I think it just played like the first couple scenes. No, I, I liked it, but there's a lot of cutscenes in it, so I kind of got just a little bit distracted playing that one. So I need to try it again. But is it your first time? I did it? play it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And how are you mm. finding it? I mean, Witcher three. Yeah. Um, I like it. Yeah. yeah, I like it. I just I haven't I haven't put that much time into it yet, so I don't have that great of an opinion, but. Yeah. I mean, because you guys have all played it, right? Yeah. It's got like a oh, six-hour intro. <laughs> it's like, it's like got, one yeah. of the meatiest games I've ever played in terms of content. Like, yeah, the yeah. intro itself is literally like six hours long. Yeah. Yeah. I just got like a little, like, I guess I just got kind of bored with the intro. So, but I probably just need to power through because I it's, I heard it's pretty good. So. Oh, yeah. It, it's got to be one of the best games like, of all time. But at it's least my favorite. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. But it's also like Good. a game that, like, yeah, it, it's not a game that, I, and this sounds kind of like bad to say, but it's like, it's not a game you play casually. You almost have to kind of put in a couple hours to play it, which is, right. Like, yeah. It, it's not like Overcooked, mm-hmm. where you can play Overcooked. For Pick like, up and play. Just, yeah. Pick up and play, yeah. So, yeah. That's cool. Okay. Uh, what about you, Jamie? What are you playing these days? Uh, let's see. So I got a bunch of games for Christmas. Uh, uh, I started playing South Park: The Fractured But Whole, um, and I finished it. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, the, I I really enjoyed the story. Uh, the combat is like leaps and bounds ahead of what the last South Park game was, which I thought the combat and that was fine. Uh, it's just that this this one had a better element of like strategy. I thought with the uh, positional stuff in it. But the, I thought the boss fights in it were really fun, and, and just the humor in general was, was really good. So I'm probably going to play through it again. Uh, I, I basically got every trophy in that game, except for the one where you have to play on the hardest difficulty. Uh, and so, so I'm going to go back and play it again uh, with that. Nice. Um, I also played, uh, I picked up a ukulele on one of those PlayStation Network sales that they had going on. Uh, over the holidays, um, and I basically play through the whole game and platinum that one. Uh, it it wow. basically, if if you like Banjo Kazooie, it is exactly that game, but with different characters. Uh, it, it was a lot of fun, um, but it's just that standard like old school collectathon platformer kind of game, mm-hmm. um, and it does it very well. Uh, it's got some some weird camera issues here and there and some frame rate issues here and there, but for the most part, it was a lot of fun. Um, what else did I play? Star Wars Battlefront 2. I finally picked that up. Nice. I said I wasn't going to pick it up because of the whole EA thing, but I watched Star Wars over the break, and uh, I could not stop thinking about Star Wars, so I wanted to play some Star Wars. <laughs> um, That's funny. 
It's like one of those yeah. things where it's like you're trying your best not to, and it's just like, come on, complete this. Yeah, it, I, it's like, I really don't want to get it just yet. And it, I think it was on sale, too. It was like on sale. I had just finished seeing Star Wars, and I was like, you know, maybe I should just pick it up. So I did, uh, and I played it with a couple friends, and I had a lot of fun doing that. Um, it's actually, like, not as egregious an issue as I think people... Like, maybe if they kept, like, the pay to to upgrade your character kind of crap in there, it would have been terrible. But I didn't really have any problems playing it. Um, and the loot box stuff isn't that bad now. So uh, I think it's safe to go play that if you're interested. <laughs> um, yeah. Or you the maps are a lot better. To, you know, sneak in some loot boxes before they remove yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. See, I wish I had because, like, occasionally I'll I'll be playing against someone. I'll see, like, they have all, like, the elite cards. And I'm like, oh, well, that's why. <laughs> that's why I just got destroyed by this guy. But yeah. for the most part, that doesn't happen too often. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it's a lot of fun. The maps are cool. The heroes are cool. Uh, like, they, I, I figured I was going to have to unlock a bunch of heroes. And when I when I started, like, I think most of them were already unlocked, which was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it a lot. I'll probably keep picking away at that here and there um, when people are on that want to play it. Um, the last thing I've been playing uh, was Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. I picked that up also on the uh, one of the sales that they had on Sony. Um, I got the, the edition that had all the DLC characters, so I've just been kind of playing through the arcade mode with characters here and there and uh i played through about maybe half the story mode so far um i like it 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 reminds me of older marvelous capcoms uh i just i need to get more people wanting to play that game with me because right it, it's it's exciting to play by myself but i don't want to go online to get my ass whipped just yet so i want to play people that you know i can talk to first yeah, um yeah, yeah. So no, I like it though. It's it's good. Uh, yeah, that's about it. I think I probably played some other stuff, but I couldn't think of anything uh, substantial. So nice. Uh, what about you, Dennis? What have you been playing? Uh, I started playing Soma, which is yes, <laughs> a horror game by Frictional Games, and they I played like Amnesia. I played Machine for Pigs. Uh, talked about that earlier. And while I was kind of disappointed by Machine for Pigs, I am like totally blown away by Soma. It's insanely good. So weird. It's <laughs> so good. So yeah. there's a reason I play horror games. And it's not because I like you know shitting my pants. It's because they're so immersive. And it's not yeah. it's not like comparable to any other game I've played. But it's it's it makes you think. You know, there are some jump scares and there's, but the atmosphere just, you know, blows me away. It's insanely good. I haven't finished it yet, but I think I'm pretty close. Um, and I might have screamed a few times. Uh, <laughs> I guess that's pretty much all I'm going to say about it because I, I really don't want to give any spoilers, but definitely do play it, I think. Uh, man. And then next was uh, Super Hot. I finished the normal. I guess story mode um really cool game you know I I didn't think of uh, like I didn't think much of it because even though it had a really cool premise with like time moving only when you do I didn't think there was like that much 
gameplay, so to speak, but it was actually much funner than I thought it was, um, especially maybe because instead of just like, oh, I beat this one level and then I'll go to the next, I always felt like I needed to play through the same level and beat it like two or three times in maybe multiple and different ways. And they're like, oh, if I do it this way, it'll be really cool and stuff. So really fun game, um, I think. There's still like an endless mode and some challenges that I unlocked, but I haven't tried that yet. I'll probably get to it eventually. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, pretty neat game. Uh, finally, uh, some stuff that I've been playing constantly in the background, some Path of Exile still. There was an Abyss Leap that was out a while ago. I haven't made a new character until recently um, for this uh, I guess they're, they're basically like seasons for this league and then uh, it turned out completely trash so now I'm making a new one um, still pretty fun nothing majors changed in the game it's just one of those grindy games that if you like it you like it yeah yeah and then Divinity Original Sin, another great game. I have still not finished it. I'm still doing the campaign with a friend of mine. Although I think we are coming close to the end. Very fun game. There's a there's generally like four people per party for you to like play together to go through the game. But if you have two people or just playing by yourself, um, whether you know. And that's like in the party, not even as in like multiplayer. But if you have two people or less in the party, there's a talent you can pick up called Lone Wolf that essentially makes your character a little more overpowered. So you can play through the game uh, mm. with just two people in your party instead of the normal four. Mm. But it turns out it's kind of overpowered uh, because right now we're just really destroying everything. I don't know if it's because uh, just how like each of our characters synergizes with each other. I'm playing a ranger, mostly like crossbow or bow, and I stand up somewhere tall with a nice vantage point, which gives a lot of damage bonus. And then he's playing this like assassin type character that does backstabs and stuff. And it's working out really well. Um, very fun game. There's just, you know, it's just a lot of possibilities because you can choose to play however you want, and then there's a lot of interactions between, you know, uh, the elements, you know, things on the ground. For example, if, like, there's water on the ground, you can freeze it, things like that. You can teleport people around and stuff. But it's, it's just a really fun game. Lots of different strategies or ways you can go about playing it. Um, and then, finally, Witcher 3, again, for the third time. Um <laughs> I'm not really sorry about that. It's just a great game. <laughs> uh, right now, I think I just decided to try a different build because before I think I played through it with uh, mainly like a critical damage sword, normal Witcher build with a tons of like potions that buff me up to no end. But this time I thought I might try a bomb build and it's working out really well. I can basically just throw a bomb at like a really high level monster and I kind of run around in a circle while they just burn to death or something like that. <laughs> really fun game. Yeah. So yeah, definitely uh, Casey should continue playing it. I will uh, check up next time when we're having a podcast to make sure that she's played it. Right? <laughs> right, Casey? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will be very disappointed if you stop playing this. <laughs> <laughs> There's just too many games. There's not enough there time. Are. 
Yeah. Me, like I started replaying Witcher Three, and then it's like, it's like, oh, you're you're only like five percent into this game. You've been playing for ten hours, and I'm like, oh, well, I'll go play something else. Yeah. So. I even mm-hmm. like. I have like games that I got for Christmas that I haven't even opened yet. Like I got Overwatch. I haven't played it. I've mm. been playing like so many other things. <laughs> yeah. And the fractured butt hole. Still haven't played it. <laughs> right. The title of that game just gets me every time. Like I've heard it so many times. I shouldn't be surprised yeah. at, by it at this point, but every time I'm just like, "Yep, that, that's still that's still funny." <laughs> Yeah. I still think it's funny that the person that wrote it in an email who wrote it as butthole. <laughs> yeah. Wrote it the other. <laughs> well, I guess it's like it's kind of funny because like yeah. you're uh, whenever you're using like your, um, uh, you know, word, words, you know, checking for you know spelling all that. It's probably like no, no, no. You you gotta spell it like this, and it's like, <laughs> no. yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, I've been playing quite a bit over the last. Uh, you know, between the last episode and now, uh, I got Wolfenstein 2 for Christmas, and I've been playing that. Man, that game's fun. Like, uh, it's, in terms of, like, a first-person shooter, I find, like, the mechanics are, like, really on point. Like, it's very rare to have a first-person shooter where I'm just not annoyed by the controls or the general mechanics of it. Um, but, like, just how Wolfenstein 2 feels and plays, like, I'm just so on board with it. I'm still, um, I'm not... I don't know how far I am into the game. Like, that's also another thing, too. Like, I feel like I feel like I'm maybe close to the end, but then every time I do that, like, something comes up and it's like, oh, no, you still got a little bit more to go. So I don't think I'm really as far as I maybe think I am, but that's a really good game. Um, just trying to find all, like, the different upgrade packages for my weapons and stuff and, you know, mm-hmm. other kind of collectibles. Like, it's also a game, too, where I want to find the collectibles. Like, very few games am I, like... Yeah, I want to go out and go find things. Most times, I'm just in the game to you know complete it. Not really too focused on collectibles, but this game's different. Um, I'm playing I Am Bread. Have you guys ever heard of this game or played it before? I've heard, heard of, of it. it. I know nothing about what it actually is. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's great. It's it was on sale on the PSN. It was literally on sale for like one dollar. Right. Was super <laughs> cheap. So I was like, well, I was buying something else, and I'm like, I might as well. So I bought it, and it's surprisingly a really dumb but like fun game to play. Like, you basically <laughs> you control a piece of bread, and um, your L your L one R one L two R two basically basically control the corners of the bread, and basically what you do is you have to like sort of move the bread around, and then you can press the the shoulder button to basically latch on that corner of the bread to something so you know you can move it and then latch on to say like a chair and then you know move up the chair to get to the toaster and the goal of the game is really simple it's basically just get your piece of bread to the toaster and toast it but like it's amazing it almost kind of reminds me of toy story in the sense where it's like this really small world and it's like kind of minuscule for most of us to like think of but like you know for this little piece of bread you got to get all the way to the toaster and i've been playing that like surprisingly a lot more than i probably should it's just a lot of fun uh I've been there's Hearth- there's a picture of it if, uh, on when i looked it up there's a picture of it skateboarding yep. do you have to skateboard at some point too yeah. Yeah. as a piece of bread 
because yeah, when when you're playing the game, like again, the whole goal is to basically just get to the toaster, and how you get to the toaster is in some ways like you can do it however you want. Like the the, the actual like what you need to do is just make sure that the bread doesn't get dirty is the main thing. So like if it goes onto the ground and gets dirty, then you can't you basically can't use it. So you have to try to keep it clean. So yeah, um, I've played modes where it's like. Um, like, I think there was one where, like, I managed to get onto a, p a plate, and I started to move the plate, and then I pushed the plate off with me on it, and then, and then the plate kind of, like, went down towards where the toaster was, and then I let go and just, like, miraculously pushed off the plate onto the where the area where the toaster was, and it was just, like, <laughs> it's stupid, but it's just totally rewarding to when once you get it there. And it's one of those games where I feel like most people are probably not going to you know, look at it and go, oh, this is the kind of game for me, but it's just, it's stupid fun. Um, uh, I was playing uh, a lot of Hearthstone over the break. I don't know if I mentioned this on the last episode, but I beat the newest expansion in terms of the single-player content, so I did unlock a card back, which I'm a little disappointed that's all they gave me was a card back. I mean, I put hours into beating that mode, and then it's like, oh, here you go, here's a card back. No, you know, legendary card or anything like that, but, uh, I did manage to get a couple golden legendaries over the break, which those give you like 1600 dust, which is enough for a single regular legendary. So I, I've gotten a quite a few new cards. I've made some decks around. So still playing Hearthstone to this day. It, it never ends. <laughs> um, I got a VR headset for Christmas. And um, one of the games I've been playing on that is VR chat. Have you guys ever heard of this? I've seen some weird things. Yeah. <laughs> so many good highlights. It's it's great. It's so stupid, but it's kind of like I Am Bread, where it's like, it's simple enough when you hear it, but then when you start playing it, it's just ridiculous. Because, yeah, you basically create an avatar, and then you just roam around the world and chat with people, and it's just, it's outrageous. It's basically just like an actual... Uh, well, it's not physical per se, but it's like a digital chat room and you, you can actually go around and actually chat with people and it's just, it's ridiculous, but it's like, I don't know, it's so much fun. Like, I haven't really had too much on the VR headset that I've really been like, oh, this is something I really want to play on it or like a killer app, but like VR chat's the one that I just like sometimes just go into just to be like, what's, what's going on here? <laughs> um, Overcooked, I still play a ton of that. Um, that's a fun game to play when you have people over. Um, even if Casey, you know, hates it, um, it, it, it's a lot of fun. It, it ruins, it ruins friendships. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> it does. It does. Like I actually, when I was playing it last time, like I was yelling at a friend, like, go get the, the lettuce. Like, come on, like hurry your ass up. And he's like, I don't know where the lettuce is. And I'm like, come on, man, you gotta know what lettuce looks like. And it's just, it, it's outrageous, but it's a lot of fun. There's even like a single player mode that I've been playing and it's like it's even harder because you control two people and, and yeah. it, it, it's it's actually kind of hard like just it, it's one of those things where it's like I really should just give up but I keep challenging myself to beat it so that's fun. Uh Dragon Ball Fighter Z, I played a little bit of it actually fighting it up this morning because the beta is on this weekend. If you pre-order the game, the beta starts today, and if you didn't pre-order it, the beta starts tomorrow. And it is an open beta, so if you haven't played Dragon Ball Fighter Z and you want to check that out before you pick it up, uh, that that beta goes on until the fifteenth. And yeah, that's that's a lot of fun. Like they put in a ton of modes. Uh, they put in quite a few new characters from the closed beta to play as. Uh, it's still not the full roster, so you're not getting like the full taste of what everyone's like in that game. But it's just so much fun. Like. I was playing as Frieza. 
this morning, and I ended up like inadvertently just destroyed an entire planet. And it was so amazing. <laughs> like we were just fighting, and then like I just go up into the air, and you see like my character floating in space, and he just shoots this beam to Earth and just decimates it. And I'm like, did I just do like a fatality on a planet? Like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> It, it, that game's so much fun, though. Um, and yeah, like like I said, it, the beta's on this weekend, so if you can, check it out. I definitely recommend that you do. Even if you're not the biggest fighting game fan, it's just like, it's a ton of fun to play. Um, DC Universe Online, that's uh, probably one of the few MMOs I enjoy playing. Uh, they had some anniversary content out uh, this past week, so I kind of logged in to pick that up, and I inadvertently started playing more of that. Have you guys ever played that game? I played it a little bit when it first came out. Mm. It's yeah. it's probably like one of those games where I can actually say that it has gotten better since they put it out. Because mm-hmm. um, I don't like I know people say that for a lot of games, and I'm always like, eh, did they really? But DC Universe Online has actually gotten quite a bit better. So, like, I've been playing a ton of that. Um, I got like one. I started a new character and got him all the way to level twenty, and the level cap is thirty. So I was like, oh, well, <laughs> I must be really liking this game. It was one of those things where I was just playing and putting on podcasts and listening to things while I was playing. And the next thing you know, I'm like level 20. I'm like, how does that happen? <laughs> I finally beat Lego Marvel uh, Super Heroes 2. Uh, that's the latest Lego Marvel game. Uh, those are so much fun to play. And like to get all the characters and, you know, do all that, like it's just so much fun. Um, and then finally I played a little bit more of Crash Bandicoot, the Insane Trilogy. I got that a while ago. Um, I haven't touched it in a while, but... Um, I got back into it and played more of the third game, and it's, mm. it, it's pretty good. Like, it's kind of funny because I feel like that the, that they just put like a fresh coat of paint on top of the game, but the gameplay's still the same. So the first one kind of feels the most janky. The second one feels yes. okay, and the and the third one actually feels probably the most complete, and it actually looks really good now too. So, uh, like, I was really not that hot on the game after playing through the first one and then playing through the second one. I was a little more okay with it, but the third one it's actually like. It's probably the best in that package. It's a shame that they have to package it all together because I feel like I would probably recommend that people pick up the second and third just standalone. But, you know, as a package deal, it's still not bad. It's just... it's The, the jumping in the first one is terrible. Like, it just yeah. feels wrong to me, and I don't know what it is about it. Like, I know they said there were some things they had to change uh, when they remastered it for the first one, for the jumping specifically. Yeah. Uh but man, it just feels so bad. If and the second and third one feel significantly better, so yeah. And it's like I don't know. I feel like the visuals in the first one didn't always match like the the actual mm-hmm. like gameplay. Like I would actually jump, and I could tell from my character model that I actually was like, you know, I managed to make it. Yeah. But then it was like I fell, and I'm like, but that's weird because my character actually made it. So it, it's kind of weird. I feel like the. And they probably had the most work on that one because that's the oldest of the Crash Bandicoot games and obviously the least refined. But um, the, like I said, I started playing more of the third one. I think I got burnt out after playing the first and second, but the third one mm-hmm. is, is like really good, actually, in that insane trilogy. And uh, like I said, probably worth checking out, but I, it's kind of a shame that they kind of just package this because I, I feel like the first one drags it down for me a little bit. But yeah. Um, so we only got a few emails, and I, I, I totally understand, because people were like, where are these guys? Where are they, when are they coming back? Are they ever coming back? So I uh, didn't get too many emails, but we still have... We're going to do our best of uh, 2017. Um, so 
if you know the three and your nerds podcast you know that what i like to do is get everyone's individual list and then i kind of compile it rank everything sign it numbers i actually make like a whole mathematical process to this um and then what i do is i kind of rank them so uh and then we're going to go through our individual list so we're going to first off just go with um the general list and this is taken from everyone's list i again i kind of ranked it and i'm actually i'm kind of not surprised after i got everyone's individual list like how it all kind of went down but and this probably isn't too surprising these are all great games but uh, we'll start with the the fifth one here so number five wolfenstein 2 the new colossus number four near automa uh number three horizon zero dawn number two mario odyssey and number one breath of the wild so breath of the wild best best game of 2017 totally unsurprised <laughs> you know I'm not, I'm not surprised like when i saw it like pretty much everyone had like almost everyone had it like near the top if not at the top i was like yeah it's gonna be number one but that's why i like doing this because it's always like everyone's got different lists so you can kind of you know and it's a little more it, it's more democratic than even uh you know some parts of the u.s so but um okay. <laughs> anyways we'll, we'll go on to our uh individual list let's start with uh you jamie what was your your top 10 of the year so uh for number 10 i had metroid uh samus returns i think uh it was pretty solid game uh but just the fact that it's the first metroid game that i was able to play and got I don't know, years now, uh, it kind of pushed it a little bit higher than it might normally have been. I think I was torn between putting that and Wolfenstein on there for my number 10, so it just barely eked it out. Uh, number 9, I had Neo, uh, which was that Dark Souls uh, samurai game, which was fantastic. Uh, number 8, I had Nier Automata. Uh, I still haven't finished this game, and uh, when I was making this list, I made a, a point that I needed to actually go back and uh, go through it and finish it. But the the combat's super good, like the story's super interesting, uh, and the music in that game is amazing. Uh, let's see, number seven, I have Assassin's Creed Origins. Um, I just really liked the world and the story so far. I haven't finished that game either. It's so huge and massive the map is ginormous it's it actually i think is bigger than the map in zelda which i think is massive um uh, let's see what else uh number six is persona five uh really like that rpg and the the story is is great uh number seven resident evil seven uh was really happy to get back to resident evil as i remembered it like it, it's probably my favorite one since resident evil 4 uh so i think that that's probably why uh it, it was so tense i guess uh mm -hmm. number four i have evil within two um another survival horror game i don't know i just gravitate towards those so uh, i thought it was really well done and and also really tense and i think it was a huge improvement over the first evil within uh I, I liked it a lot i played the crap out of that one so um number three horizon zero dawn i i don't think there's any way i couldn't put this in the top three the only reason it's not number one is because the the two ahead of it uh happened to come out later in the year and they're amazing uh, so yeah, number two, Mario Odyssey, uh, probably my favorite Mario game aside from Super Mario World now, uh, and maybe Mario Three. <laughs> it's it's so good. Yeah. Uh, and then 
Uh, number one, obviously, Zelda Breath of the Wild. It's nice. the best best game I've ever played. <laughs> so good. Yeah. All right. Um, let's see who's next here. Um, what about you, Dennis? What was your top ten of the year? Uh, I'll give a quick rundown here. Uh, so starting at number ten, uh, a fairly new game, although I think it's in early access, so I was a bit worried to put it on here, but it's called They Are Billions. It's like an RTS, but you try to build a town, and then you're trying to defend against hordes of zombies. Very interesting, um, because I think I've seen some streamers play, and if you let one zombie through, you're pretty much going to be screwed, because that zombie would begin to infect your townsmen. And then it would spread very quickly. Pretty cool. Uh, the other uh, thing that I would have put in the 10th place, if, you know, early access is a bit if it was AC Origins. Decent game. Uh, number 9, Resident Evil 7. Uh, Biohazard. You know, it's a good game. <laughs> I don't know what else to say about it. Uh, I think it's, it's just, you know, it hit the uh, nice horror points for me, but I haven't actually played it. The, uh, the, 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 the game I have watched, though, so it was, it was quite interesting. It's fun to watch other people play some horror games sometimes, so I don't, you know, sit there scared and cry myself to sleep at night. <laughs> Number eight, Wolfenstein 2. Uh, I played the first Wolfenstein, Wolfenstein 2. Naturally, I can imagine how good it can be. Uh, I will eventually play it, but it's up here. Uh, since, you know, I know other people highly rated as well, so. Number seven is Cuphead. I felt like I needed to include some sort of indie games up here as well, uh, in the top ten. Uh, Cuphead is definitely, uh, a great game and great soundtrack and everything. Overall, fantastic game. And then six is Fortnite. Uh, both, I guess, the main co-op aspect of the game as well as the free Battle Royale. Uh, I kind of included those two together into this. So, overall, very good game, um, especially the free-to-play Battle Royale aspect, which I have played. Number five, Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, same reason as pretty much any of the other ones. Uh, great game, fantastic open world, really neat art style and concept. Number four, in your Automata. This one I really do want to play. I have not gotten a chance to play it yet. But same thing. It's very reminiscent of, um, you know, kind of Dark Souls-y RPG, you know, hack and slash. I like that kind of game, so this is why it's up here. Um, number three, Super Mario Odyssey. That just looks like a whole lot of fun. I'm really disappointed I don't have a Switch right now. But <laughs> when I do, I will get this as well as the number two, Breath of the Wild. Uh, two games that I will eventually play, and maybe if Breath of the Wild is good enough, it might even surpass my uh, number one game of all time, which is Witcher 3. So we'll see. <laughs> and then my top one for 2017 is Divinity Original Sin 2. Kind of biased because I did play this quite a bit. It is a PC only, but it's just, you know, if you like D&D or anything like that, this is like a video game version. There's so much you can do. There's, you know, a bunch of options in terms of combat, and it's just overall an amazing game. Everything, it has, like, voice acting, and it's it's amazing how big the world is and how many options you can, uh, you know, choose from not only in combat, but, like, in, you know, 
speaking with uh, NPCs, choosing how the story progresses and all that stuff. So that's my list. Awesome. Uh, how about you, Casey? What's your, your top 10 leader? Um, okay, so for number 10, I have Splatoon 2. Um, I've never really played Splatoon before. I got the Switch, so I don't know. I was running out of games there towards the end. So Splatoon, <laughs> Splatoon 2 made it as number 10. <laughs> um, then Wolfenstein 2. Um... I know it's a really good game. I just first-person shooters are not my forte, so I it's a little lower, but it, it I really like it. Um, just find it a bit more challenging. Um, I have Arms as number eight. Um, I think I just feel like that game really surprised me. Like when I saw the previews for it, um, I didn't think I was gonna like it as much as I do. So it's kind of one of those games. Whenever we have people over, we always have like. A, like arms competition so we do we, i mean we play quite a bit so i feel like it should make at least make it on the list um friday the 13th solely thanks to curtis <laughs> i would have never played this game before and i really like it um because it's terrifying uh persona 5 number six um number five is xenoblade chronicles 2 which i haven't really made it that far but i have a feeling i'm gonna like it just based on the gameplay uh number four is a hat in time um i just recommend that game i really like it it's just very it's very cute um it's a lot of fun and then number three horizon zero dawn pretty pretty much my top three are the same as jamie's horizon zero dawn (laughs) mario odyssey and then breath of the wild so um yeah i feel like very high quality games yeah. Um, yeah, and I think actually for the better for worse, most of our lists are actually pretty much relatively the same in terms of you know <laughs> games, which is kind of funny because it's like, I mean, definitely we had some differences, but for the most part, like you know, most of the, the games on our list were actually all pretty much the same. So, yeah, my number ten was Arms. A uh, lot of fun. It's a game that kind of took me by surprise because I was like. I think I looked at it just visual style, and I'm like, not for me. I'm just not really into playing stuff like this. And then the more I played of it, I was like, oh, this is actually a lot of fun. Uh, just the mechanics of it, um, like they do a pretty good job of ensuring that you know you're you're playing it at a good pace where it's not like you have to be defensive all the time or you have to be offensive all the time. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's a really good balanced uh, fighting game, which is really kind of hard to do when you have you know Joy-Con controllers and stuff to make kind of a, a you know, semi-competitive fighting game, so they actually pulled it off relatively well. Uh, number nine for me is Mass Effect Andromeda. This game got a lot of flack this year for its myriad of issues, which it, you know, uh, you know, it was justified, and also too they fixed relatively quickly. But like, in terms of like just a solid action RPG, like it was a really good game. Like, it had a really great story. It had like a lot of great adventure, great romance. Like it's sort of, it was a great Bioware RPG. And it, I think it kind of got shuffled in with all the other games here just because, you know, it had a lot of controversy at launch. And then obviously the developer is now defunct. So there's not going to be any new content for that game, which kind of sucks. There's not even going to be a sequel. Uh, it sounds like, so in that way it sucks, but at the same time too, like just as a standalone game, it's really cool. Uh, number eight for me, Sonic Mania. Um, there was so many kind of revivals of classic franchises this year. We had 
the Crash Bandicoot game, amongst a few others. But for me, like Sonic Mania was the best in terms of just nailing classic Sonic down. Uh, you know, allowed me to play as you know, uh, you know, Sonic, Tails, and Knuckles, and all the levels like were new levels, but they also felt very much like classic Sonic for me. Um, number seven, Injustice Two, uh, probably the best fighting game of the year for me. Uh, but it, man, it's just so much fun playing. Like in terms of the actual mechanics of the game, the visuals, all that stuff, it was so well done. It's kind of a shame that like after you play through the story, there's not much to do really. But the actual gameplay itself is just super solid. Uh, number six, Horizon Zero Dawn. Not that surprising. Everyone loves this game, including myself. Number five, Wolfenstein 2: The New Colossus. Again, not surprising. Great game. Uh, number four, PUBG. Uh, I think this game took everyone by surprise. Just based mm -hmm. on what people were describing of this game, it was like, well, it's a game where you get like dropped into this big map and you sort of have to figure your way around and you know shoot people on the way. And most people probably were like, this kind of sounds a little weird. And then it came out and all the streamers were playing PUBG and then it just infected. Like It was like this big plague that just infected you know video game dumb of like people playing PUBG. But, like, once you actually start playing, it's like, oh, this game's buggy, but it's just a lot of fun. Like, just watching people try to, like, escape the wall of death and then just get incinerated was just so much fun. So, yeah, PUBG, number four. Oh, did I have two number fours? Oh, shit. I broke, I broke the rules. I'll say a tie then with Super Mario Odyssey. I realized I put two number fours. Oops. Uh, yeah, Odyssey's really good. Number three, Hearthstone. Game's still great, and it's, like, been out for almost, like, three, four years now at this point. It's still really good. Uh, number two is Friday the 13th, the game. I was genuinely surprised when this game came out. I mean, I was going to play it regardless. I've seen every Friday the 13th movie around a dozen times each, and that's no exaggeration. So you can say that I'm a pretty hardcore fan. So being excited for this game, like, this is the game that I was most excited for. And to see it come out and to actually be good i mean there was definitely a lot of there's a definitely a process to waiting for you know bug fixes and stuff and you know i know a lot of people are probably they picked up the game probably saw all the bugs and just kind of left it after day one or two but like if you stuck with the game like it just got better it's still glitchy but like man just i don't think there's been a game this year aside from my number one pick where just the pure gameplay experience has just been so much fun just playing with people and you know just having so much fun just being in that moment um and yeah number one for me breath of the wild so but that's not surprising pretty much everyone <laughs> if you don't love breath of the wild like what's wrong with you <laughs> i think there'd be one person who didn't like the game and i was like really they're like yeah it's it's not as good as wind waker and i'm like just just go, go away go, go <laughs> in the corner here Go the only away. thing, the only criticism I've heard from someone is they're like, "Well, I kind of like games that tell me what to do, so it's just too much freedom." Like that is yeah. a weird criticism. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, like yeah. the the person, the one person I who I know does like it basically was like they wanted basically a Wind Waker sequel, and they were just mad that whatever Zelda game came out, it was not a Wind Waker sequel, and I'm like. So basically, it would have been anything but Wind Waker 2, and you would have had the same criticism. So I don't know if it's <laughs> yeah. exactly justified. But yeah, Breath of the Wild is just so much fun. Like, it in terms of, like, get pure gameplay, like, it leaves you open to do whatever you want. And, like, yeah. you, we've all seen GIFs. We've all seen videos of people just doing insane shit in this game. And it's, like, it's, it's, 
cool that like you don't have to go far to just have a fun time with it like you don't have to exactly go on a mission or anything like that like you can just be roaming around exploring finding armor and weapons and just playing around with things it's just so much fun um and i think that's probably like that's what i like in gameplay like i like it where i can do i can be on the path of let's do the story let's get to the you know the end game of this game but then i also like too that i can just deviate and do whatever the hell i want like i could just you know go you know pick up a you know piece of metal with me on it and just you know fly around the map on it you know like it's just crazy all the stuff that you can do so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i agree yeah so that's it we're, we're done any other <laughs> thoughts any other honorable mentions maybe for good games this year um, i would like to say best game title for 2017 fractured <laughs> butthole <laughs> that needs some sort of like honorable mention yeah exactly i think there's no other game that has a better title this year uh it may be except for that game we were talking about earlier the um the rpg the yes yeah that one's not not something that just rolls off the tongue so yeah but um, yeah, no, uh, that's it. Thanks uh, for everyone for tuning in, uh, you know, over the past year and for, you know, hopefully you got uh, some good games in the, you know, over the break there and you, you know, got to play some games. Uh, let us know what you think of the podcast at, uh, by, well, either by emailing in 3 podcast at gmail.com or what would be better is if you can uh, rate and review us on your podcast service of choice uh so you know give us a review i've actually been you know it's good that you know the reviews that we have gotten for this podcast have always been at least four stars or more so i haven't seen anything below four stars which is good i think i only saw one that was below that and it was like the guy was just like uh these people don't talk about macintosh games enough and i'm like well i'm sorry (laughs) Uh, I'll, I'll, i'll work on my osx games knowledge a little bit more but uh yeah, no, the, the, so it's good that, you know, the, the reviews have been largely positive. So um, with that, Happy New Year, everybody, and uh, we'll see you guys uh, in two weeks. Bye. 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 Bye.